<laughs> Guys, we're going to talk this morning about how to smell a rat in real estate. What's right, what's wrong, what's fact, what's fiction. Stay tuned. Uh, we deliberated over the title for this morning um, and we just thought, you know what, let's just go with it. You always make me nervous with your topics on Friday. <laughs> they, these, these, are the, these are the dulled down versions yeah. <laughs> of what we're going to write. I'm like, yeah, great topic, but like, yeah, 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 we're going to do it. No, speak the truth, speak the truth. Talk about it. Um, this, is a, this is a good topic, actually, talking about... Um, you know, how to smell what's right, what's wrong. You know, um, I have to say, I was doing a listing presentation the other day yeah. and um, and I was talking about being number one on the Northern Beaches for sales and volumes. And I, and I was telling the, um, explaining to the prospective vendor why that was relevant to them. Out I don't of, like to beat my own chest. Out but, of 555 agents. Yeah. Yeah, why that was relevant to them, because the fact that I'm number one is not really relevant to them. But, you know, the fact that I'm dealing with a huge amount of buyers as a result of that. And um, she goes, oh, that's weird, because the other agent that I had in here said the same, that they were. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let's just go, we can just go onto realestate.com and just have a look. And then we went through and, and I showed her. Um, so it's, you know, this morning we want to talk about what's fact and what's fiction. The great thing about real estate, Mark, is that it's a really transparent industry. Very. Isn't it? It's very. Yeah. It's very. <clears throat> I do have to say from from the inside out, it is a clean. I, I think there's broken hearts. I think there's mistrust. I get that. But all in all, it is so regulated. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly when there's issues um, that are reported to fair trading, they are right onto it. So, you know, it's, um, you know, much like that, that, you know, different industries, the building industry is heavily regulated, probably too regulated. Yeah. Um, the property industry is the same. So I think people can seek comfort in that to know that, you know, we are bound, we are um, by by a lot of, you know, rules, yeah. uh, legislation, that we are, you know, uh, educated um you know, continually year by year where there's points that we have to do. Yeah, it's all about training good. points. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, no, it's, re it's really been cleaned up. There's still like, you know, there's still the odd smell of a rat. But more, um, uh, in, I should say, in addition to all the regulatory stuff, um, you know, if an agent's claiming that they are number one and, you know, it's really, I always think it's really important to explain the relevance to the person that you're sitting front in front of instead of going, and I won this award and I won that award and I won this award. There's so many real estate awards these days. It's like, I feel like there's a real estate award for absolutely everything and everyone becomes the number one real estate agent. We love an award. For something. Oh, no, there's no doubt. Everyone but there's loves more than award. there ever were before. You've got Rate My Agent. You've got Real Estate Institute of New South Wales. You've got realestate.com. You've got um, the Real Estate Business Award. There's just like a million of them. But everyone loves a trophy since we were kids. Oh, without a doubt. Since we were kids at school. Yeah. No, you love, I, you love it. I agree. And also, you listen. Um, you know, like in so many industries, real estate agents, 
property managers and everything that comes under that real estate banner, it's, it's you know, there's a, a lot of hard work that goes into our industry. The hours are long. Um, the hours are strenuous. The hours can be stressful. I mean, let's look at a long weekend, Mark, for instance, this yep, weekend. It's short. The phone is literally tied to us the whole weekend. I mean, for me personally, I don't drop the phone because it's a long weekend. We call it I'm, a short I'm weekend. On it. Yeah, I worry long, that the next weekend. week is short. We're yeah. working on Saturday. Yeah. So it's, you know, short, it gets a bit shortened for real yeah. estate. Then you're working on Sunday calls, Monday calls. Okay, so let's off. talk about how to smell a rat. And I wanted to talk about this morning... Um, and that, you know, everything from pricing, you know, most people are getting three appraisals. Why is one significantly higher or lower? Um, I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to talk about the agents that claim they're the number one agent and why that's relevant. Um, just so many things. And that's sort of more what I was talking about, about the transparency in our industry. Is there, when there's an offer on a property, is there really an offer? You know, when you're a buyer and, you know, and, and you hear there's other offers, is that real or do you smell a rat? Did the offer actually get disclosed? I had someone it, call me the other day. Did it get submitted to the owner? Did it, did it get disclosed to other buyers? Can you dispose? Like you actually technically can disclose it to other buyers. Yeah, um, I don't like to because I don't no. feel that that is in the best interests of my vendor to do that. And as agents, we always have to work um, in the best interests of our vendor, and I don't, I don't like that. I, I, I wouldn't it, like, I wouldn't like my offer being shopped around. I think you can limit the other other people as well. Sometimes it's, you know, you'll just go a thousand dollars more because it's, you know, the other offer. Whereas, you know, you may go fifty thousand more if you don't know the other offer. Hence, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe that's in the best interest of my vendor, and so that's mm. why, that's why I don't do it. But let, let's talk first, Mark, about pricing. Let's yes. talk about that for a sec. So appraising a property. Giving opinions of value. For rent, for sale. Yep. Um, ordinarily, you're an owner and you would get three agents in. That seems to be the average. Yep. Seems to be the average. Yep. Agent A, let's say for um, hypothetical purposes, comes in with an opinion of value of $1 to $1.1 million on your property. Yep. Agent B comes in and they give a very similar opinion of value. And then agency comes in and says, oh, no, this is a 1.3 to 1.4 property. And that there's a significant difference in their opinion of value. Automatically, thing, automatically that opportunistic thing comes out in you. You go, maybe yeah. they love my property more. Maybe they see what other agents don't see. Maybe I can get that price. Maybe I um, could use that agent. Maybe they're over-promising and under-delivering. I've got it. I've, I'm actually helping a client with a clean-up at the moment. Um, unfortunately, they did not choose me. Stay tuned because I'm going to be listing the property. They went with the agent, the agency that over-promised on price. Um, and I that should always set alarm bells ringing for you guys. I'm always saying to my clients, Please understand we are all working with the same data. Yep. We are not property valuers. We are real estate agents. Our aim is to get you the most amount of money. Um, you know, but we don't give you a value, walk away and just go too bad, so sad. That's the value. We have to give you an opinion uh. based on our experience and market knowledge, yep. recent sales within the area, particularly within this 
very, you know, I'd be using I'd be using properties um, that have transacted over the last four to six weeks max. Yep. Because the property market has changed again. So the agent that's coming in and is significantly higher in price, it really should set alarm bells ringing. Yep. And and also I should say that this is probably going to be one of the like you're going to do transactions like this in your life maybe once maybe five times maybe three these are high value transactions the buyers are doing and the sellers are doing so naturally they're going to talk about it thousands and thousands of times i mean thousands and thousands of times i mean if you counted when you're buying a property yeah. or selling a property, how many discussions you have with friends, partners, agents, everyone, it's uh, accountants, solicitors, it's highly discussed. So that whole smell or act thing or that micromanaging or overthinking, if I smell or act, is bloody huge. And, you know, it, it, I get it. I, I get that it's spoken about that much. What I do have to say is you must deal with the facts. So I get that there's opinions, I get that there's um, statements that are made, but I think as a consumer being a buyer or a consumer being a seller, you have you, my advice to you guys out there is deal with the facts. There's so much data data out there at the moment. I agree. You can you can actually literally dig research, talk to talk to other people, and you can qualify a lot of the information on your pricing, on your agent, on that stuff. So I urge people, I know we're having thousands of conversations and it can actually go down it can go down a rabbit hole. I get that. But try to bring it back out of the rabbit hole and try to just yep. deal with the facts. And and be careful guys about going with an agent that has truly overpriced on on um, you know on your appraisal. Um, you know, there's been, there have been times when I've had clients. I've got one at the moment who's gone with an agent who um, dealt a lot in this particular area on the northern beaches. Um, they promised them a price, and I said, "Guys, I've given you good, honest pricing. That sounds high to me. I'd like to see how they're substantiating that price for you." Now, if they're drawing back to a much higher market and using property comparisons from there alarm bells should be ringing. Make sure that they are using relevant data that um, for properties that have transacted in this very recent market. And understand as real estate agents, we are all dealing with the same data, okay? There are things that can happen that are out of our control. For instance, we can give an appraisal that, um, you know, that was at a, at a certain price. Um, let's call it you know, four to $4.4 million on a property. And then the very next week, a property sold just around the corner for $3.8 million. That's quite similar to the property that we've just appraised. And that can affect the opinion of value that we've given. So there are factors that just real estate agents can't foresee. Um, the market has literally been a roller coaster. It was, you know, it's up one minute and it's down the next. Um, stock levels are up one minute and down the next. That can have an effect. And sales that have taken place after we have given our opinion of value, that can also have an effect on pricing as well. But the data's there. I also just want to draw on something else, Mark, about pricing and giving opinions of values. Mm. Um, and I did do something on my social media the other day. Realestate.com and Domain 
sometimes I've got clients going, oh, but you know, I went online and I saw that their valuation, Lisa, was much higher than the one that you've given me. Understand, guys, these are marketing platforms and they do a phenomenal job. They will, they can't necessarily draw down as much as we can as real estate agents on data. It may just take an average of your property, um, but they are marketing platforms. So if you, you know, it looks appealing if their valuation of your property is high because you're going to be more inclined then to, to you know, get it onto the market. So just make sure that you are um, contacting real estate agents to get your appraisals done. That is going to be the most accurate way to do, uh, to get an opinion of value on your property. Yeah. And it's free. And it's great having, free. it's great having the yardstick. Like it's nice, you know, having an online real estate.com, this is what your price is worth, domain, this is what your price is worth, call logic. But it is a yardstick. So I think yeah. if you're going to be starting to bank on a figure, you don't want to have one off a yardstick, you want it off a property pro and it, yeah, you're right, it's free. It's free. So you can call a real estate agent out for free. We do Boy. three minute SMS appraisals. Mm. And I just want to point out they're sight unseen. They're not overly accurate sometimes, right? I will look at that pricing before I send it out and go, that's so skewed. I need to just let that person know. Yeah. Um, but then we'd like to come through and give you an accurate appraisal. And really, guys, it takes about five to 10 minutes. Yeah, we can do a quick one. We can do a quick one, all right? So that's pricing. Ask for a quick one. That's pricing. Let's talk about commission. Um, again, on average, you've seen three agents. Yep. One agent is sitting at, so the average, just to give you guys an idea, on the Northern Beaches sits at about 2% plus GST. Yep. Would you agree? Yep. Okay, so probably, agent probably across Sydney, east of suburbs, maybe not. a little bit less, maybe west of suburbs, maybe a bit higher, but the average. Oh, I don't know, Mark. What? Because I was um, talking to an agent the other day who transacts an enormous amount of property out in the west. Yeah, two seven five. No, it was up in the threes. Anyway, um, Northern Beaches, on average, let's call it 2%. Yep. So Agent A's come out and they're at 1.85 plus GST percent. Agent B's come out and they're at 2% plus GST. Agent C comes out and they're 1.2% plus GST. Significantly lower. What do you reckon? Not after the cheapest agent. Alarm bells. Yeah. Alarm bells. You've got to ask the agent, why are you so much cheaper? What are you missing out on? You get what you pay for, guys. Bit of, bit of desperado. You, you, get what, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, again, I can't tell you how many clients I've tried to just help out who have gone with the cheapest agent. You get what you pay for. Any other rats? Um, and I want to say the same on management fees. Yep. Management fees. Um, Huge downward pressure. Oh God! You know, there's the... an agent. There's, there's a local agency at the moment that are offering ridiculously low management fees. Yeah, you so get what you pay for. You do get what you pay for. Although it is becoming more automated in in the property management world, there are efficiencies, especially as you start scaling and getting a big a bigger rent uh, business rent roll business. But you know, if you want yeah. um, quality of service. 
um, I do think there's a differentiation in fees. If you're choosing your, there are threes and fours I've heard out there, percent. There are sevens and eights. Um, but, you know, on average, that sort of, um, you know, that six or seven, I think if you're getting quality, you're getting no problems, not bad. But there's, um, you know, again, that, that's getting a bit, that bit, um, is, oh, when, Just when be I, real I, careful with those. They often strip out um, it scares me. and charge on top. So, yes, that's the fee. Yeah. Yes, it's low. But then bang, bang, bang along the way, you end up They're charging more. you for yeah. um, routine inspections. They're charging yeah. you on top of maintenance. Yeah. They're charging no, you right. on top. Just be real careful, guys. The best analogy I can give for property management services is you are giving let's call your apartment that you're getting someone to manage um, $800,000 worth. So it's valued at about 800,000. You are giving your bag of cash $800,000 to someone you do not know to look after one of your biggest assets. Yeah. Be real careful with this. Yeah. Our property managers have worked for us for minimum of 10 years at Novak, that's not in the industry. Um, that part of the industry is not heavily regulated. You can have Debbie managing your property, manage, uh, managing your property, and she was a beauty therapist last week, and she's managing your bag of cash, eight hundred thousand dollars this week. You went with the cheapest management fee. You're going to get what you paid for. My God, do we clean up some messes there? That's actually a segment. There's a whole segment there. Oh, and those, there. those messes are sometimes twenty, thirty grand. They scare the life out of me. The, the stuff up. The stuff uh, that we you hear, know, we, yeah. The, the cost to the owner, um, massive, massive, yeah, massive. enormous. Do not let your um, asset, your biggest asset, get into the hands of someone that does not have experience. And the difference between a 4% management fee and a 5 or 6% management fee is literally dollars and cents when you add it up. Yep. Just be real careful with that. It's like taking out insurance. Yep. Um, you only realise how important it is when stuff goes wrong, and when it does, it happens real quick. The difference is a cup of coffee. Be real, yeah. Be real, be real careful in the with that. Of a week, um, Lise. Yes. Before we go, Friday frenzy. Uh, this week. Yeah. Let me tell you guys, has been absolutely chaotic with sales. Chaotic. The minute we list, we seem to be selling. It's um, exactly what I predicted a few months ago. Stock levels would dry up again, and they have on the northern beaches. You made a comment. That, the other that's day. not everywhere. You, Tom, Tom Panos was you reporting me the yesterday. Opposite. Why? So we look. I always always look at real estate. Doc, <laughs> yeah, I always look at realestate.com, and I always think it's a great measure. You of look how... attacked. <laughs> it looks very uncared for. <laughs> yes. So I always look at how many properties are on realestate.com, Northern Beaches. Northern Beaches he is does. 100,000 properties. He's got a tattoo. Mark loves the graph. Love it. And at the moment, there's 598 properties on the market. Yeah. That was sitting at about 498 oh, six months ago. It went up. Um, and then it's been hovering around that figure. But when I quoted that figure to you yesterday, you said, that's bullshit. That's not even a good measure. And I was yeah. like... That's incorrect. That is a measure, like it or not. But you reckon the days on market are longer? Um, for half the amount of stock that we're seeing on realestate.com, approximately. So a lot of old stock, not much fresh stock coming on. Yeah, here. so there's been, um, and I know, I can see just by the sales that I'm doing, Mark, I had a property, really good two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment in DY that sat on the market for 
quite a long time, much longer than usual. Than usual, the vendor did want a higher price than what the market was willing to pay, but those days on market were quite long. It was sitting at about 75 days on market, which is, you know, it's a long time Massive. for a two-bedroom apartment in DY. We did get it Normally sold for 20. a big price. Yeah. Um, but then the fresh stock that's coming on with the pricing that's current right now is literally flying out the door. Yep. But it's all over the place. We sold a three-and-a-half-bedroom apartment in DY. Um, was it yesterday or the day Broke before? Broke a record. Broke a record. We're not allowed to give the price out. $3 I had million, to just... dollars, yeah. It's can't yeah. believe. I, Mark said it. You got not what? <laughs> Were um, you guessing? I can't believe yep. that someone paid uh, for an apartment in DY. I do get Non-beachfront. Non-beachfront. I do get the, the the passion for the person paying that price because it's it, you just can't find that. It's, lit apartment. it's literally a house on top of a on top of a tower. It's beautiful. It's massive. Um, but stunning, well done to DY company. and well done to the people of DY. And it sh I guess it shows the progress of the market that when there's something that's really good out there, and I'm talking irreplaceable, I'm talking a unicorn, people do go bang. Um, irrelevant to interest rates, irrelevant to, you know, whatever turbulence there are in the market. People just don't care. They know it's long term. And when my vendors um, threw a price at me that would take the property off the market, listen, guys, bear in mind, they only bought this property at the peak of the market yeah. just over a year ago for just above 2.5. Yeah. So the, 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 the figures just don't make sense. We just had a buyer who really, really wanted this spectacular property. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting at the dining table with my vendors when I was doing the appraisal and they said, I was asked, what's the dream price? Because we always want to shoot for the stars. Yes. And I gave my opinion of value. And when they told me what their dream price was, which was $3 million, I said, that is massive money, guys. I just want to let you know. Even like the, Even the solicitor thought you were crazy. It's massive, massive money. Massive money. Was, yeah. So anyway, but we got there. That's the great news. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to DY. Couldn't, um, I couldn't spoke, happen to nicer people. Yeah, I, sp I spoke to uh, lovely owners. I spoke Beautiful. to a couple of people um, yesterday about that sale, and I said, "Look, it's not. It's not. Uh, we're not strutting our stuff, saying how good are we? I'm genuinely excited for the suburb. I'm genuinely oh, and I'm genuinely excited for the market because again, it just displays." That strength for good property, it's always there. And I had appraised a really beautiful three-bedroom apartment about six months ago, and my vendor had said to me at the time, Lisa, I'm really looking for something with a three in front. And I said, Dave, we're not there. I'll call you when the market comes up. So I called him yesterday. I go, Dave, we're there. Let's go. So stay tuned. That one's going to be coming on the market. Um, and again, a good, honest real estate agent will say that. They won't over-promise and under-deliver. Um, you know, again, a good, honest conversation with a vendor saying, market's not there, doesn't really make sense to sell if you don't need to, I'll call you when the market comes up. And tender closing from one of the most iconic properties ever to hit the market in DY oh. on the Northern Beaches, a beachfront beauty in excess of $10 million. Uh, the tender's closing on Tuesday, 12 The Strand. Google it, check it out. It is a- 12 The Strand DY. Oh, yeah. Once property. in every 50 years, these properties come on the market. Oh, yeah. This is a, yeah, it's one of the one of the few that's left over that hasn't been started, built on, stuff like that. So, yeah. exciting times. Very exciting. Exciting times. Um, guys, one more thing, because I, I did want to mention this before. If you have concerns that you have submitted an offer 
to a real estate agent and it did not make its way to a vendor, again, just in line with always follow right, because um, this did happen to a client of mine a couple of weeks ago, you can just go straight to the vendor's solicitor. The agent will hate you for it. Um, you can do that. You can submit your offer straight to the vendor's solicitor. This is only if you have reservations around the fact that Naughty Mr. Real Estate Agent has not submitted your offer to the owner. Or accurately which is or whatever. So you can do a nice little letter. You can flick it over the lawyer and the lawyer often um, to go form straight over to the seller. Very rare, but does happen. It's very rare, and, and does happen. Look, it happened to a client of mine a couple of weeks if, ago. You know, again, I might be those demons that I was that I've mentioned before, those thousands of conversations you're having about that property that you just like, you, you open, th that concept opens up to yourself and go, shit, could that have happened? That's a good way to, to, to go, okay, no, my offer definitely went to the agent in writing yep. and verbally. Peace of mind. And my offer, and I'm just going to back it up, flick it over the lawyer from my lawyer to their lawyer. Vendor solicitor's details are on the front page of the contract of sale, FYI. That's where you find those details. Guys, have a great long weekend. Be safe. It's going to be a nice hot one here in why Sydney. Is it, why is it a long weekend? Um, it's the King's birthday. No, no. Last time. Labor Day. Labor Day. Oops. Labor Day, long weekend. <laughs> um, what whatever it, it is. What does it stand for? I don't know. <laughs> See you guys. Have a great long Have weekend. weekend. Daylight savings as well. Love you. Bye. See ya.